0: You're listening to The Traffic and Funnels Show.
1: What's going on, folks? This is Alan, the producer of The App Show. Today's show is a segment from Taylor's recent appearance on the Off Shift podcast with Anthony Truck. In this episode, they talk about Taylor and Chris's new book, The Consultant Next Door, building up your leaders and outsourcing decisions. Black Friday is right around the corner, and we're pulling out all the stops head over to trafficandfunnels.com slash blackfriday to get notified when our craziest promo ever for the best price ever goes live. Again, that's trafficandfunnels.com slash blackfriday. Join our podcast subscriber community by visiting trafficandfunnels.com slash subscribe to get a free gift from us and also to get access to special deals on our next level paid products. And as always, don't forget to pre-order your copy of Kristen Taylor's new book, The Consultant Next Door, by visiting trafficandfunnels.com slash cnd. All right, let's get to it.
0: I know along this journey there was moments where it wasn't all smooth, right? And that's obviously the truth for everybody. What was the yeah. first kind of pivotal awe shift moment that took place? And you can go like that was a moment, and I learned this and I applied this in business or in life. Let's go. Uh, let's go business first, and I do want to go back to life
2: for sure. Well, there was like a hundred of them. Yeah. I think you can uh, sometimes, if you want a heuristic to recognize those moments, um, just go on your linear timeline and circle all the moments that hurt you. And then there's probably going to be an off shift moment because most of the times our learning lessons are preceded by pain. If, if we handle them correctly, uh, pain perpetuates pain, unless you're smart and then pain will eventually turn into lessons. But I think we had, um, several moments at the beginning of traffic and funnels where I'll just give you one example. We, uh, hire somebody, and we promoted them and we gave them a lot of uh, influence and a lot of trust capital. And they, uh, they stole money from us. We had to end up letting them go. Mm-hmm. That was an off shift moment. And we were like, maybe we better have some good checks and balances, you know, mm-hmm. in our culture. I think back to like me and Chris, we used to just burn through staff and by our third team, we got to a place where it was like, maybe we're doing something wrong. You know, maybe, maybe we're the problems. And so we invested into uh a guy to help us with that. That was an odd awesome shift moment. Most of the times when, when, when I've lost something, I've learned something. Yeah. Uh, those two are really connected together. I can get more specific if you want to, but those are just some of the things that come top of I'm mind.
0: I'm not going to drag anything. I, I just kind of, these things just flow. Those who pay attention, man, I just, I ask questions that genuinely come from my like, momentary curiosity. Because I've had that happen. I had a gym that in the very beginning months, somebody stole like 12 grand when well, we didn't have 12 grand to lose. And I was yeah. bankrupt within nine months and I got rid of them and that haunted me entire time, dude. So take me back to the the personal side because there is that balance. Most people don't comprehend. I think they they hear about it like work-life balance. Where in your personal life did you see um, navigating moments to figure some stuff out to get to a smooth place?
2: Man, I got lucky because I was privileged to experience some pretty intense pain early, Mm. early on. I, I always tell people I developed this mindset that I think over a course of a person's life, a lot of us experience about the same in weight, yeah. you know, like about the same amount of resistance in weight. Mm-hmm. Some of us have big moments where it's like, Oh, I mean, you, you lose them. You lose someone, you lose a child or you lose a spouse. And you know, you have one moment that's really heavy. And some of us just like dangle through life constantly struggling with little things. But if you stack it up, the weight is going to be similar. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say I was privileged is when I was, when I was 16, 17 years old, you know, Parts of my family split apart and um, I lost people that mattered to me. I was betrayed in in several areas. And what that did for me as a human is it set up my grid, my perspective on what it means to suffer and what it means to go through pain. And you you can always tell like somebody has never been hurt before because they think everything's a big deal. Mm, It's like, I mean, you have no perspective at all, you know? You think that that's a big deal when it's like, bro, just go a different way in traffic, like traffic's not going to kill you. Um, But man, when we moved to, when my wife and I got married and we moved to Memphis, I lived in Memphis, Tennessee, I got a job at a church. It was what I always wanted. And uh, I'm going to just give you that insight into my life. Like when you, when you achieve something and it's what you've always wanted. And then as soon as you achieve it, you realize that it's not what you wanted,
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you
2: know? Uh, the,
0: the ladders leaned against the wrong building. They call it.
2: Hundred percent. It's like, man, what's what's the cost here? What's the true cost in life? And I'm like, you know what? The true cost in life is winning at the wrong things. It's it's winning the race that you actually didn't want to run in the first place, yeah. but everybody else around you said you did. So you you automatically this. So now I'm very careful. You know, the shift from that, the learning lesson from that now is like, man, I don't want to just be rich for the sake of being rich. What's the point here? You know what? What am I actually going to have when it's all said and done? You know, I'm I'm. 170 years old and I'm on my deathbed. I'm like, man, am I proud of who I became or am I not proud of who I became? And if you can hang on to that perspective, bro, you become dangerous because uh, you make sure that what you're running in are the things that you actually want to win in. You know what
0: I mean? Oh, I do. I totally get it. I'm, 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 there's this thing uh, that ties to like my, my work and what I do. And I I set my own personal scale for what life is supposed to be. Great wise. I think if you take the world scale, it's always unsettled. It's, I feel crappy for getting stuff. So same as you like, I'm in season of dad, bro. I got three kids, 16 year old. I got two 11 year olds, I'm at home and I like it. I don't don't shave, I don't have to shave. Um, But one thing you mentioned, which I thought was cool is like, I grew up in a crazy situation, adopted at three or putting foster care at three, all white family growing up. A lot of craziness. However, the statement is a smooth sea makes not a skilled sailor. Yeah. So you are a sailor that's gone through some crazy ups and downs and crazy because at this point, like, it's relative. What's hard for somebody else, you're like, dude, I did that on Tuesday five times and I'm still here. Like, what are you? Yeah. Up to the plate. So now in your life, you got these cool things. I'd love to hear, like, what was the moment when you are like, holy crap, I've made it. Like, this is, damn. Like, what was that moment, like, feeling like, and how did you progress in the level you're at now?
2: Uh, bro, honest answer, Cut like, cut to the chase is, like, people always ask me that and I don't understand it. I'm, I'm, I don't think I've hit that. I don't think I've hit that point yet. Really? I think that if you, uh, if you do talk to someone who f- feels like they're at the top, uh, they might not be at the top. Just, it might be. Cause I've, I've heard enough people talk about this and I've been on enough podcasts. So everybody wants to know that. And people will say, man, congrats on all your success. And it's like, I get it. But man, we did a million in a month. I think we felt really good about it. I think we were like, dude, we made it for a day, maybe half a day. Uh, when we hit two million a month, we felt really good about it. When we hit four million a month, you know, we felt really good about it. But I'm, I don't think I've like peaked out at all. I want to do 100 million next year. I want to get to a billion one day. Yeah. Um, I do realize that we are successful to an extent. I'm not dumb. You know, it's not like I'm like confused about how much money I make. Yeah. But for me, personality wise. Uh, I think I'm hungry enough that I'm like, dude, I can't answer that question. Like, I don't think I've ever, I haven't hit that point yet. Have me back in in 15 years, though, and I might be there. We'll see.
0: On the moon, your Mars shuttle that you bought from Elon and hang out there.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Hey, folks, we'll get back to the show in just a moment. We wanted to give you a quick opportunity to learn about some fabulous ways to get additional value from the TNF show. Hang tight. We'll be right back. I want to give you something that has made me millions In
2: millions of dollars. In fact, I'm releasing a new book here in the next few weeks and I'm about to give you the opportunity to pre-order it for just 99 cents. But for the opportunity, I want to make a deal with you. Nothing is more insulting to me than this knowledge-hungry culture that consumes, 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 but never implements. So I want you to make a deal with me before we go any further that not only will you pre-order the book, but you'll read it and implement it and share with us How it works for you in your own business, in your own life. And as a gift, I'm willing to trade you uh, for over 30 hours of private information, private material we've taken our clients through. These are things that have thousands and thousands of case studies behind them. You can do that by pre ordering. You can get the bundle if you pre order that includes over 30 hours of material that we've really never shared outside of our private client groups. And you have until December 6th to do this. The book is 99 cents if you pre-order it. It's a steal of a deal. Millions and millions and millions and millions at this point, probably over $100 million tracked back to this material. I'm not allowed to promise anything, but I can promise you, you will enjoy this if you implement it. And I want to give you everything you need to make sure that this is a viable investment of your time and your money.
1: Pre-order your copy of The Consulted Next Door now by visiting trafficandfunnels.com slash cnd. That's trafficandfunnels.com slash C-N-D. asked
0: somebody the same question who's probably in a similar boat to you with a large, like a 20-year-old, you know, tech, tech company. And he's like, you know, to be honest, the more money I made, the more opportunities I saw. And I was presently aware of all I hadn't accomplished. Yeah. He's like, there's stuff. Yeah, that's
2: that's a that's a rating system thing. You were just talking about it. Like, what's the world's scale or mm-hmm. what's their scale? Yeah. But I, I've noticed, like, when I, when, in 2016... You know, my scale was small. My my rating system was smaller. Mm. And now if if I don't make in a day what I made in 2015, I feel broke. You know, I'm freaking out. Yeah, yeah, But I still don't feel like I made it because, dude, your scale just goes up through the roof. Yeah. And it, even in our own staff, we teach on standards all the time where it's like, man, it, we always know the new people come in because we make them rate themselves on certain metrics, yeah. energy, like how well they leverage the day, did they control their calendar, and all of them rate a 10. Mm. All of them. <laughs> they think they're a 10 at everything. Okay. It's like, bro, you make two grand a month and you are not a 10. Let me just tell you that right now. Because our guys who are making 50, 60 grand a month as closers yeah. rate themselves a seven or a six. You yeah. can always tell where someone's mind is because they're going to rate themselves according to their skill, yeah. you know, their scale.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. That's a true, that's true. I think that's the kind of thing where some people, they, they'll put themselves there because I think that the alternative is I have room to grow and that's going to be difficult. That'll be a little bit, oh, it's going to be hard. No. But everybody no. will tell you, I'm not perfect. But then like your rating says you're perfect. So it's kind of an in- incongruency there. I want yep. to put into this book because obviously it's, it's been established. You, you, got, you got the goods, right? So you got that, that uh, info. And at some point you did the smart thing and the, the, I call it the servant thing and decided to put this into a book with pages so people can get it without you being the one to talk about it. So, man, what's, what's in the book? Why did you write it? What's the, what's the big like, impact you want to make with this thing?
2: Somebody told me that I should write a book. <laughs> and so we sat down and we did it.
0: Yeah. So hey, I dig it. Hey, that's, that's the
2: tactic. I think a lot of people write books because it's what you should do as for marketing and yeah. for a lead gen.
0: I think it is, there's a book and the book. This sounds like it was a book.
2: It was a book. Yeah, it was not, it doesn't, it sums up a lot of our uh, frameworks in our intellectual property from mm-hmm. the consulting world. Like, dude, when, when people know me, I think people know me the most from Traffic and Funnels at this point. Yeah. Um, Traffic and Funnels would be the largest staff we have, but the third largest in revenue. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so that should put it in perspective. TF is third on the totem pole um, yeah. in terms of productivity in, a, in revenue capacity. So my work in consulting is far from over, but it's kind of, it's got a bow on it. You know, yeah. like there's a lot of stuff we've created and now it's like, man, we're in real estate heavy. Yeah. Uh, we're in the sales consulting space. We're getting into bookkeeping. We're just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so I had enough to make a book easy yeah. because of the work we had done. What I hate is when somebody, when you pick up a book by an author, let me, let me ask you if you've ever experienced this mm-hmm. and you get through like chapter two or three and you're like, I can tell that this is, this is the extent of what this author knows about oh, this yeah. subject.
0: And then it's another 30 pages or like 30 five, 10 chapters of the same thing repeated with different. Yeah.
2: I hate that. When I, and I'll just stop reading the book. Cause I'm like, dude, this author wrote this book way too early. Like they are not a master at all for, mm-hmm. for us. Like, and it started as a, the title was common sense consulting. Somebody else had it copyrighted. We moved it over to, to the consultant next door, but mm-hmm. it was a kind of just a, man, we have thousands of clients. Mm-hmm. We have hundreds of thousands of customers and, all of this IP that we've spent four or five years creating, yeah. and so we sat on it. And the book was written in about two months. It wasn't that long at all, mm-hmm. but it's some of our best material in terms of man. How do you position yourself uh, as as an expert? How do you position yourself as the knowledge broker to yeah. use a, a term from the, from Dean's world? Yeah. And so, I think it'll do really well. The the feedback has been amazing. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. When's it um,
0: released, or when's it release?
2: I think it releases in November sometime. Okay um I don't know the TF the TF team's fully running with that. I wrote it seven months ago, so they're just getting yeah. it out now.
0: I dig yeah. it, man. I'm already on
2: to the next book.
0: Oh yeah? What's the next one gonna be? We're gonna go deep in it, but I'm just curious.
2: So I think we'll come up, we'll do probably three more next year. Um, one on leverage, talking about financial leverage and operational leverage, mm-hmm. particularly in the realm of team. Yeah. I think we'll do one called Well, I'm not gonna tell you the title of any of them. I think we'll do one on personal leadership uh, and then I think we'll do one on uh, holistic, like wealth building. Some of the strategies that Mm -hmm. we use, you know, we've got trusts all over the place, our ownership structure with LLCs and everything. Mm -hmm. A lot of sophisticated entrepreneurs are like digging that they want to know about that. Mm -hmm. And I don't have time to teach it yet. But when, when we land some projects next year, I'll probably sit down and write a book on it. It's
0: nice. I'm in that space trying to figure all this stuff out. I got, I got people that I'm trying to like, trying to talk me into, to listening to certain aspects on exactly what you're talking about. And I'm like, okay, cool. My wife and I have had some interesting discussions as of late about all that, setting the kids up, you know, having the, yeah. the it's where when I'm gone, has some like the, I'm the first one in my realm of life, we'll call it her as well to have that generational wealth capability. So what that looks like setting it up isn't yeah. just, here's some money. It's like, setting the structure up so i like that
2: I'll, t- I'll tell you what to do after after you pause the recording i'll tell you what what we did
0: oh all right i'm gonna get some some nuggets i will you start. sorry people you're gonna have to uh, pay attention for the book coming out next year before they get the one <laughs> this year um when you start talking about all the stuff you do i get this uh richard branson-esque mentality or thought process of how you how you flow what is it that that's a unique thing because what i find unique about him is he has these businesses 250 that he owns i believe but his life is smooth what is, what is like your secret sauce to be able to have this great business success? But I know you have a solid family relationship. Like how do you keep those two things strong?
2: Um, probably the first thing that comes to mind is people, just mm-hmm. the ability to find, retain, and, and build solid people. Financial leverage is getting things that you didn't pay for mm-hmm. or getting more than what you paid for. And operational leverage is uh, the same thing in a labor capacity, getting more than what you, what you had to work for Yeah. So you picture a Richard Branson, he has 250 businesses, but he's not really doing anything in those businesses. He's, he's duplicated and replicated. Mm -hmm. And um, we have another training coming out. Actually, we're trying to get this right now in in universities and it's called leadership and leverage. Mm. Simple. It's gonna, it's like 12 hours long about how to build objectives, key results, how to use the hierarchy of what we call new business order. Mm -hmm. When you hire leaders, train leaders, equip, empower leaders. So there's this whole science to, you know, Branson's mentality or our mentality, or you got your Roland Frasers and all of those guys. And the, the, the moral of the story is protecting your cap space, your bandwidth. Mm-hmm. So if you are, if, if I'm a Richard Branson, I have two options. I can actually I have three options. Option one is I do it all myself. That's right. not an option because 250 businesses, you ain't doing that not at all. (laughs) The second option is you can outsource the, you know, the labor components of what needs to be done. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of agencies do this where it's like, they'll sell something, but then they will assign it to someone else to do it. And the third, the Holy grail, so to speak of operational leverage is outsourcing the decisions that precede the labor. So let's say you come work for me. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you where I think we should go. Yeah. Like we should do X, Y, Z revenue. We should do this. You're gonna have. You're gonna figure out what to do to get there. It's 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 the decisions. I'm essentially outsourcing my thinking, just like I would outsource my labor. And when you do that, it, there's an next. You can scale however big you want because you actually don't have to do anything.
0: That makes sense. It's you know? kind of like the second level of the uh, the e myth, right? The, the visionary. Then like, hey, you make this thing work, and then we'll get yep.
2: to do it. Yep. Bingo.
0: I dig it, man. That's good. I like that. Hey, man, uh, we could talk about things forever and ever and ever because I love how your brain works. It's like, it's uh, it's one of those brains that I can talk to you and I can tell you're, you're, you're like processing. You ever see Elon Musk when like he thinks and he like he pauses? Yeah. Your brain works. Yeah. I like it. It's easy to talk to people who got brain. And you can banter. Football guy, man. I got to be a little banter. If you can't do that, it's difficult for me to be in 100%. 100%. Elon, man. <laughs>
2: hey,
0: final question that I was asked. It's one that uh, if you're a man of faith, good. If you're not, totally cool. But it, I want you to uh, answer this. Uh, in, in whatever way you want man there's no definitive here's a question what promise did God make to the world all of us when he created you
2: is this in the Bible
0: no it's not it's your own question and imagine God like created this little guy named Taylor and put him on the earth and said hey world this guy's gonna do whatever you think it is
2: my dude, my relationship with God is is such that I at least this is what I believe that <clears throat> I've been a Equipped for everything that i'm called to do and so you know everybody's promise might be different but for me that's something that has given me a lot of strength um which which helps you when you encounter difficulties because if you know that it's not outside of your realm of equipping uh, equipping to deal with that makes it a lot easier to do mm-hmm. so i'm sure you got some better answers than that but that's for me
0: and sometimes it's, it's not even about that, because I think there's depth to every conversation, every statement somebody makes. Some people go deep. Some people tell what you just said. It's not that you're on the far spectrum. It's just your own perspective. And I think that if people are able to read between the lines, they'll see what that means. I can read between the lines and, and expand upon that. But I, I think that sometimes we plant the seed, it's up to somebody else to water it. There you go. Yeah, 100%. Man. Yeah. Hey, man, seriously, thank you for spending time. You're a busy dude, so to get some of that bandwidth is big, man. So I thank you so much for joining me, bro. You got it. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit TrafficAndFunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's TrafficAndFunnels.com.